Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast, and this week is an Alien Covenant special. Why is it special? Because we've got three of the cast of Alien Covenant banging on about the film. We've got Michael Fassbender, Catherine Waterston, and Billy Crudup. But we've also got Ridley Scott yeah, on the podcast. Yeah. And us. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, and you guys. Who uh, am I? What who, is my name? Extra again? special. Got Dale Driver. Hello. And we've got Daniel Cooper. Hello. And I'm Gav Murphy. Um, there will be spoilers later on in the episode, but we'll let you know when that's going to happen. There'll be a klaxon and everything. There'll be a klaxon, um, but we're going to kick off with the cast talking. So it's really, really good. There's no spoilers at all, but Fastbender does talk a lot about farts. You sure about this, Captain? How do you mean? I really don't know what the fuck's out there. Oh, great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for speaking to me today, guys. <laughs> Even though you've got terrible gas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the film is... Uh, <laughs> the film is basically a horror film. Broccoli. Um, Sorry. That's fine. These, like, celebrity, like, diets, I'm sure they have it with your cola and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about something you're celebrity well, diets. Do you so have a celebrity diet? Like like no, but I have the same thing for breakfast every morning. If you want What's to hear that? it, I'm more than happy Absolutely to fill up your time. Yeah. Bowl of porridge mm. uh, made with almond milk or water. Mm. Nuts, mm. berries, honey. Is porridge oatmeal? Yeah, yeah oatmeal, same yeah. thing. Um, and then... Um, what about the concoction? Please don't interrupt. The drinking. The thing you drink. Oh, well, you got me into on set. This morning I had spinach, cucumber, beetroot, which is good for oxygenizing the... That doesn't the sound body. too far-inducing, though. Yeah. No, uh, no, And no. a bit of lemon juice. I just... Yeah. What's the other thing? The, the apple cider vinegar and the weird plums? Oh, yeah. I haven't done that in a while. That was Janina. Um, yeah. Ridley's, Ridley's wife. wife. That put me out of that. God, the we plum thing. I, ha- I haven't it's done like that in a while. Plum and um, apple cider vinegar and something yeah, else. And yeah. you drink it and then mm. you like it seems like you're going to spit mm. fire. That's right. And then good. three eggs. Avocado. That's where the farts come Toast. Could be the chilies. Yeah. Could be the chilies. Or that flight that I was on for a long time. Oh, Never that can, eat the plane. Don't eat on the plane. <laughs> That's just number one rule. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see like a story from like TMZ or something of like Michael Fassbender farting on a plane coming. Trust me, if I farted right now, everybody would be in trouble. Oh, <laughs> Judging by that test. So you just hold the test launch that I had this I'm morning. Gonna, <laughs> what was what was scarier, working on Alien or holding in a fart? I'm more scared now, honestly. Of your guess. You should be. <laughs> um, what's what's more difficult? Sorry. Uh, holding in a fart or working on alien? More scarier. Depends on the day and who I was working with. <laughs> uh, if I was working with myself, which I do in the movie, it's um, oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's absolute dream. dream. <laughs> absolute dream. Uh, <laughs> these guys. Uh, Too fast uh, for this. Having a big fart off. That's uh, good. Depends. 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 Probiotics have changed my life. I have to say that. Okay. <laughs> And I mean, it is basically a horror film. Um, That's right. Like, <laughs> to get off the fart slightly. Yeah. I mean, well, if you want to be horrific, Jesus, can we get off the fart? Jesus. Uh, 
<laughs> but like, what did the alien look like on set? We did have a dude dressed up in a white sort of the amazing tall. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like that guy? Didn't you? There was this contortionist. He was incredible. He was uh, about six foot five, and he weighed maybe ten pounds. Yeah. And he then they put him in a suit to make him to, to exaggerate his wiriness. So it really didn't look like a human being in there at all. Yeah. It was it was wonderful to see. And but then also sometimes it was just like an amazing sort of former gymnast stunt guy crawling around on the ground chasing us or something. Yeah. And that was. That was mm. That's that awesome. wasn't even when the cameras were rolling. Yeah. <laughs> that was just for me. That was just a couple of Keep an eye on this guy. Yeah. That's how they entertain me in between yeah. takes. It's like a scene out of the Pink Panther. He'd just yeah. jump at you, you know, the keto surprise. It could come from anywhere. Um, <laughs> you know, the great thing about um, working on a Ridley Scott movie, you know, you know, with Ridley, he really does uh, create the environment, doesn't he? So you're on the spaceship, you're walking around a spaceship. Yeah. You know, so if there is an alien creature, he will do his best to present something as close to that as possible. Yeah. A complete um, installation. Yeah. He does art installations. I mean, every That's single right. one. It's That's unbelievable. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And every day he'd get to sit and he'd be like, this could be in a fucking gallery. Exactly. He's like, yeah. and we need four <laughs> of them a day. You know, and he's like, really, the, con the construction that goes into the design is unlike anything I've been a part yeah. of before. I mean, because he comes from sort of art background and you can see that. I think he gets a lot of, you know, satisfaction out mm -hmm. of that himself. Absolutely. Yeah. He's also got all the cinematic tools. So every time, you know, he gives something to us as a, you know, benefit to us having the alien guy kind of walking around too. There's a million other components that are going into it that, yeah. you know, he's creating the special effects at the same time. They're, uh, um, that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have <laughs> cinematic vocabulary that Ridley does, but if and you see his movies, stuff, you'll see what stuff. I'm talking about. I hope that's how you end every sentence, and that's all I have to say about that. I usually end it with the end. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Martin once said, some people have a way with words, some not have way. <laughs> yeah. The Xenomorph takes over like traits from someone that, like when the face egg lays an egg, hmm. the Xenomorph from that then takes traits from that thing. If a Xenomorph took over you guys, what traits would it take? Farting. 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 Like one gassy alien. Huh? I would say like supreme masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> the best possible biological weapon ever. Just a testosterone, you know, creature. Yeah, look, I don't want to say God. Look but. out for uh, Billy Crudup xenomorph. Yeah, yeah. That, no, probably, you'll, probably, you'll know him when probably you see easy him. Probably easy to cheers. Alpha. <laughs> That's what alpha. It must be the only alien who would go to eat something and go, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm vegetarian. <laughs> Yours would be faster than that, would it? Uh, no, I want to get off that sort of. I don't want to put that image of myself out there. Come back. What would I have? Um, um, <laughs> you can make that noise, and then you just get let yourself go. I'd have a dancing. Metamorph. Yeah, nice. That's dancing. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Can you dance? Can I dance? Yeah. <laughs> you asked the wrong question, sir. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I like to do it. Okay. <laughs> Whether it's good or not, it's okay. irrelevant. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> That's what somebody told me once. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I don't as long think as you're I having a good time. fully understand the question. So the idea is that it's a trait, some trait you have, a yeah, dominant like a trait. Place, a dominant trait of yours. Mm. Don't think too made. hard about this one. Though. I mean, That's I just, the first thing that comes to mind is, it, and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that terrifying to see, but they're probably kind of like klutzy alien. I'm pretty klutzy. I still oh, haven't really sense. come into my height, you know, so I've bonked my head a lot on things. I love it. So we've got a vegetarian, no. A weepy vegetarian. A vegetarian. A gassy dancer. A gassy dancer. And, uh, and a, a clumsy, and a clumsy head, alien. Head banging, It'd be pretty yeah. easy to deal with this, I guess. I see this film. <laughs> Not that scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it gives, it gives, uh, gives the humans a fighting chance against mm. our aliens. Mm. These guys are all screwed, you know. Was it hard for you coming to like a brand new cast, like the same film series? Do you know, I wondered about this. I wondered if he was on dead. set all the time being like, yeah, man, the Prometheus cast was yeah. too much better. He, he, he did a lot of this. Oh, the Prometheus. Is we going to have it on Prometheus? <laughs> 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 um, what's no. that? What did you say? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, nothing. Not at all. I were think you sort of like the person that people look to as like you know the sort of the elder on the crew then for like well, he, guidance? And no, he I did think seem a lot older Ridley, than the rest of us. Yeah, that's, you know, this is true. Just, Again, <laughs> get back to the age thing. Um, it's uh, no, I think you know with Ridley, it's just everybody's very excited and psyched to to, to be on his set, and not only the actors, but you see that with the with the whole crew. Yeah, we got on um, straight away. We all sort of you know again that we were out in, the, uh, in Milton Sound, which is a great place for us to all start because it was it's the most beautiful location in New Zealand. Milford. It's very isolated. Isn't it called Milford? Milford Sound. What did you say? Milford Sound. You wish you said Milton. I don't remember what happened. We got along really well. I will say that. Great. We got, we got along great <laughs> until this moment. How long is it? Does this mean every time? All of us. Same on set. All of us were, by the way, all of us were riffing off what he had already done in right. Prometheus. So whether we, whether or not that it was like deferential on set, we, you had already set up, you know, the kind of language that was going to be used in the in, in like the realism and how we yeah. play off each other and. Um, who that character was. Yeah, yeah. We so, went fishing in the, one of the first Oh, yeah, we did. It was fun. phenomenal. Oh, it was for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was gone great. For hours. Little yeah. fishing was getting there and getting back. Was yeah, I don't think we caught part. any. Yeah, yeah. We didn't catch anything. I definitely didn't, didn't catch no, anything. No. Michael Robbins uh, did catch. I remember he caught that oh, huge yeah. one right yeah. next yeah. to the. That's right. Yeah. Did you guys eat it? We did. We did, yeah. Yeah, that one they cooked up because. There was no stores. They had right. to fly stuff in, or if you oh, wow. caught something, you ate it. Yeah. Yeah. He was the hero. Very remote. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not guessing you guys wouldn't starve it. That's not you. No, no, no. They brought in a lot of food. We were okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I don't yeah. want to set well. the wrong impression. Well, when yeah. we performed well, they fed us. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yes. I realized I had a f- what my food allergy was. Oh, really? <gasps> oh, yeah, the vegetable. Milford. You're right. I did say oh, Milton. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did it there. Oh, they made up. They made up. Well, maybe you didn't. She put it in your hands. She's done it again. That always sounds beautiful to me whenever I hear this. Yeah. Words, she's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never you're, and you're like, of course. So yeah. You're yes. so used to it. I heard, nice I, to I heard Milford. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, um, ass kisser. Milford, 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 Milford. But you look great. Oh, man. Just can't trust him. What, what was the question? Um, were, were you always going to do uh, Alien Covenant when you signed on for David? Was, it, was that always a plan with you and Ridley or... What did it come just after Prometheus? It came after Prometheus. Then, you know, Ridley, it's, uh, I think, um, I can't remember what, when it was, but uh, shortly after Prometheus, Ridley had sort of said, you know, I've got this idea for the next one and, um, and the idea of Walter and that there was going to be two AIs. I knew that fairly early on. But um, the script I got 
fairly, you know, um, I mean, a couple of months, three months before we actually started shooting. Yeah. But all the time, you know, we'd sort of uh, meet up with Ridley, have a dinner, and we'd be discussing it. So I knew that there was another one definitely in, in the pipeline. Was it you hard know, for you, though, to sort of get just, Sigourney Weaver out of your heads to appro- approach uh, your character? Who's Sigourney Weaver? I don't, <laughs> Sigourney? She, yeah, she's, um, she's a big, big deal. She was... She does stuff. She was um, the one that uh-huh. bursts out uh-uh. of the chest. Nope. No. Nope. She saved the day. Yep. She's About awesome, a million man. times. She wrote me a, a, she wrote me a note me. the other day. She did? Oh, really? Did she? Yeah. She, oh, I was nice. like, I saw the email, you know, it's someone forwarded it to me, and I thought, oh, man, she saw it, and she's going to say something wow. nice. And then it was like, just best of luck with the opening. It was just, an, you know, Oh, I forgot I got a you. note from her, too. Oh, man. Yeah, it said, you <laughs> were you amazing. Were my favorite yeah. thing in the movie. <laughs> no, but it was so, so, it was so nice it. of her. <laughs> I forgot about that. She said Ian something Hong like, too. from one flamethrower to another or something. Ian Hall? Yeah, he wrote, an, he wrote a note. I, but I, I'm, I, 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 we were talking about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy does like to bring it back to himself. I don't know. It's just a thing. I have no It's just a thing he does. Well. I wait, you know, I wait for the right time. So, but back but to the most note. most of the time, it's Back it's to the, the note, right she said good luck. She, yeah, too. so that was nice. Yeah, I think she's awesome. I um, One of my first jobs in New York was at her husband's theater. Okay. And uh, nobody came to see it, really. I mean, it was a 40-seat theater, and um, we ran for a couple of weeks. But she came, mm. and uh, I was just a little squirt hoping to uh, get to do this for the rest of my life. And she said something nice to me at the end of it, and it, it meant a lot to me at the time. So, um yeah, I've always uh, I uh, always really awesome. admired yeah, her, and it's yeah. sort of it's weird, sort of sweet, random, full circle thing to get to be attempting to fill her her shoes. Um, but I, I have job. big feet. Did you say um, big feet? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like one tall lady's shoes to another tall lady's shoes. Mm. Probably sort of same size shoes. I haven't had enough coffee today, That's but fine. the point is, yeah, I really admire her and yeah. I loved what she did and I just tried not to think about it at all yeah. when we were working. Obviously, a lot of people might not have seen Prometheus, so I haven't seen it for a while. Can you guys collectively explain what the pr- plot of Prometheus is in 60 seconds. Michael can, comes yeah. on <laughs> and... Looks really handsome. You think... Has a great accent. Sweet. <laughs> where's this going? Yeah. And they kind of set up this idea that in the next movie there'll be a character named Orem. Yeah. <laughs> who is who I played. And so most of the movie... Yeah, the audience just my point to my thinking is leading towards yeah. this conflicted religious zealot the end. Yeah. It was going to be called Orem at one point, wasn't it? Alien Orem. Orem's Covenant. I've released a box set of Prometheus. They don't let you do that, but I would It's limited. It's called already high demand. It's called Leading to Orem. Yeah. It's terrific. Limited Orem edition. I honestly think it's creation myth. You're beginning to study the idea of humanity and creation and how these creation myths throughout our lives have governed the way that we see ourselves and we see the world. Nerd alert. Nerds, <laughs> nerds in the room. Don't go fishing trout in strange college. waters. There you are. Oh. Um, do you guys remember the first time you saw Alien? Hell yeah. I do, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was awful. It was the most disturbing. Uh, I didn't sleep. I mean, it was... Yeah. I had just that opening sequence, you know, you, you know, it's all 
Mm. A shit show. Yeah, I just went very quiet. Like, it reminds <laughs> me of the first time I watched Wonder Woman. Right. You know, something different was happening. <laughs> different yeah. Wonder Woman. Something was happening. Oh, oh. Something different was no, happening. No, very similar. I just remember yeah, being yeah, very yeah, quiet yeah, in front yeah. of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know how old you watched uh, Wonder Woman? I was too. <laughs> I'm sure you remember Wonder Woman. No, Wonder Woman, he was 32. Yeah. Uh, it was December 3rd. Pretty PM. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was too young when I first saw Alien. My friend's older brother, you know, said, come into the living room, girls, you know, and we, we and tormented us. I, we saw a lot of movies we shouldn't have seen, at, you know, at that age because of yeah. older brothers. They they do that hmm. to, to people for fun in the 80s. I don't know if older mm. brothers still do that. No, my parents actually um, sort of thing. did it. <laughs> allowed me to sort of watch it, which was unusual for them because they, they you know... Uh, well, they certainly wouldn't let me watch any sort of, you know, just violent-based sort of 18s. Yeah. Know? Like, um, there was loads of them in the 80s, I suppose, you know, all the Arnie films, Sylvester Stallone, stuff like that. But they allowed me to watch this, and I guess I must have been to around 10 or something like that. Um, and, yeah, I just remember just, again, just another level. It was sort of like Jaws, you know, it stays with you. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, you're watching something quite sophisticated and it's presented in a very sophisticated way, so it seems real. Yeah. That's um, the part of it that killed me, because yeah. I saw it in the theater when it came out, and I was, it was the, uh, the fact that the actors were playing realism yeah. in the context of this fantastical universe. That, yeah, to, yeah. to me, was a complete revelation. Yeah. And uh, you had some of the best actors working at that time, yeah. you know, who sustained careers over decades doing a million different kinds of genres, yeah. all playing the reality of being on this mining ship. Yeah. And again, badass. the way that, you know, Ridley presents those sort of things, like the ship that they're on is not glossy, it's not gleaming, mm. it looks like an old cargo yeah. ship yeah. that's constantly exactly. needing repair and maintenance. And they look and, tired. And they look tired yeah. and underpaid. Yeah. And they're gr- yeah. and, and, you bitching know, about the union. Yeah, and, yeah. and they're yeah. using a microwave, which yeah. is familiar to us, you know, and then they'll be using things which are futuristic, and it's that thing of mixing the two. Um, which yeah, he did that shit on the set too, yeah. like with the all the little artifacts that he had around. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah the little bird thing was mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, mm. yeah. Perfect. Thank you very much, guys. That was really fun. Excellent. <laughs> I like Fassbender talking about uh, Alien in the same kind of awakening as he had when he watched Wonder Woman for the first time. <laughs> That's yeah, quite nice. Yeah. I thought you meant the new one. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember when you first saw Alien? <clears throat> I remember watching around the same period of time. I was probably I was far too young. I was probably like twelve, thirteen. Yeah. And my dad had loads of videos, not those ones. Yeah. <laughs> he had that. He had oh, I've Hel- heard about that. Uh, and Hellraiser, Doctor Wankenstein's dungeon. <laughs> wow, one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> the ass master. Um, yeah. So Alien. Yeah. He, it was. It's one of those videos. I think probably watched it when I was off sick from school, and my dad yeah. was like, "Watch this," because your mum's not in. Yeah. And. Yeah, I just loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved yeah. everything about it. I wasn't, I was scared about it, but in that same way that, I don't know, when you're a kid, you like mm. being scared by stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. lots of kids' TV is like quite scary. Yeah, but then I think as well, when you're watching, for me, when I was a kid and watching scary stuff, it was in the fact, I liked watching it because it was scary, but I also liked watching it because I wasn't meant to be watching it. Yeah, and that's absolutely huge, huge illicit. I remember doing that with Poltergeist, like watching that when I wasn't supposed to, but my dad yeah. had a video of it somewhere. And and you kept going downstairs at night and putting chairs on the dining room <laughs> table. <laughs> Who let him watch Poltergeist? So you, you saw Alien first then? I'm pretty sure I did. So I definitely saw Aliens first. Right. And that was because I remember I was being babysit by my grandma. And she loved it. 
<laughs> she was I think she'd gone to bed from what I remember. But I wasn't, I must have been like eight or nine. I wasn't that old at all. And it was just on TV. It was on ITV. And yeah, I was just like, watching it. I remember watching <clears throat> Aliens on ITV. I remember yeah. the promos yeah, of yeah. Um, Ripley carrying Newt in the water and the tail coming behind them. It was like, yeah. That will continue after the news. Yeah. Oh yeah, they used to do that. <laughs> I used to also be like, I've got to pretend to be asleep for another thirty minutes where yeah. I could get caught. <laughs> mine is, I just, I just watched it and enjoyed it for what it was, and then afterwards, when I got a little bit older, I found out about Alien. And I, yeah. when you see Aliens, you don't necessarily assume it's a sequel to something. No, you know, it's just, just called you, Aliens. Yeah. You assume it's a shit title or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are these? Well, it's Aliens, isn't it? What's aliens. That? Yeah. So it wasn't until I was much older until actually, I think it's my dad probably told me to go and watch Alien and then watch yeah. that as well. But that's why maybe Aliens resonates more with me. Because well, this, this is first. this is the thing, Dale, because like for a while. You, you, like uh, my life. But there's been no, but there's been for a while in our office. There's been this sort of underlying, yeah, like coming between us because you prefer aliens to alien, which I think is fucking mental. You're making out to me more than it is. Yeah, I I think you are. I think I think you're making that more extreme. It's like because it's like both like. I think you're being a bit severe on that because they're both. You're ex- meant to be on alien side. Yeah, but no. But I can prefer one without yeah. thinking thinking aliens is better. Is mad. It's not like he thinks Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen is a better movie. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. But I just I just is, thought though. that everybody. Good film. I thought everybody thought that Alien was better. Oh, really? Was, yeah. No, I don't think that's is. the case. Um, I think uh, I think I think what we can establish is there is a mutual like love for both. Absolutely, films. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves both films, but yeah. it's just which one you which one edges it for you. Yeah. For me, it's it's always been Alien. So, Croops, you're going to put the case for Alien. <laughs> yeah. So, point one on my list, Exhibit A, okay. Mr. Murphy. <laughs> yeah. In the case for why. Aliens better than aliens in the case of Krupa v Driver. See, because uh, I, 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 I really hope you do this good because I was, oh. I was I was confident before, but I thought you. Felt, do you know how many times I've seen Making the Murderer? I thought, yeah. I've got this down, mate. But I, I thought I thought you'd be as angry as me and Joe are about Dale's. Joe uh, is really angry, and I don't yeah. get. He's that. indignant. No, I. I Joe's, feel like, Joe's an angry man. I know, <laughs> is, for me to make the case of why Alien is better, I don't need to put Aliens down because it is true, self-evident. Nice. Um, first point Let's is do some rewrites. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going full Atticus Finch. <laughs> first but point. This is why Alien is fucking boring. <laughs> Are you seeing a rebox, mate? <laughs> I do counterpoint against Alien a few times. Okay. So. It's, so um, Ridley Scott took a very hokey, admittedly hokey premise yeah. that was pitched as Jaws in space. This was yeah. a, this was probably six years after Jaws came out in cinemas. Yeah, maybe a bit later than that, um, less than that. And it was pitched as Jaws in space to Fox, and they bought it. They wanted basically a cash-in creature feature yeah. in the similar vein. And Ridley Scott embraced that, but he said, yeah, it might be a silly premise, but we're going to make this look as good as two thousand and one. Yeah, and I think it is probably the best design movie of all time. It's mad. Yeah. It is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the genius of that is not only is Ridley Scott a graphic designer and he storyboarded the entire movie, he employed two amazing um, set designers yeah. Yeah. in Ron Cobb and H.R. Giger. And I think the masterstroke was going, you're one guy and you're going to do all the alien stuff yeah. and you're going to be this other guy and you're going to do all the earth-based stuff, all the ship-based stuff, which is brilliant in its own right. Yeah. But having that divide and not having the same team working on both parts of it meant that the alien stuff feels genuinely alien. Yeah. And obviously it helped that they had this crazy genius, Swiss genius, <laughs> H.R. Giger, 
design this stuff, which looks unlike anything you've ever seen. Yeah. There's a there's a vague familiarity in the alien itself, which we'll get onto. Mm. But it just looks completely like nothing you've yeah. ever seen on the screen before. And those two things, as well as some great performances, takes this like essentially crappy monster movie yeah. in which an alien runs around a ship and just kills people yeah. and makes it into an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. Like Ridley Scott in the bits later on, he talks about like working with him and like seeing like his initial designs and then like uh, Giga doesn't fly or didn't like to fly. So like he had to like, they had like, we had to ferry him, we had to get him on a train uh, and he came over to like Dennis Burkham. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's, that is something I did not expect to hear today. <laughs> Giga compared to Burkham. <laughs> Both geniuses in their own right. <laughs> true, absolutely true. But it's, it's amazing stuff in the making of when like Giga comes over and he's making the sets himself. He's yeah. like spray gunning them. Yeah. That's incredible. Like the amount of craftsmanship and going into that. He's not yeah, just going, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll do. Yeah, it's yeah. like making them. By he hand. didn't like some of those sets though when he first saw them. Do you know right, that? Yeah, because when he saw them, he he, he thought because obviously a lot of film sets there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and mass and literally smoke in this one was a, like a main reason which sort of transformed it into more of his vision. Like you know, yeah. Ridley pumping the sets full of smoke and bringing the lights down and how they're well lit they are. And it's like laser stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Daniel, that's Exhibit A. That's Exhibit A. <clears throat> are we back and forth? Unless you have a counterpoint. Uh, no, I think we'll go through it all. Okay. So your first one was design, right? Design. Yeah. Um, this is an extension of that point, but I think okay. it is uh, legitimate having its own point, is the best monster in all of cinema. And it's the best version of that alien. I was going to say, because you know Aliens has that monster as well. It's the best version of that alien. Okay. And, you know, Giger actually disowned later versions of yeah. his design. He famously damned the ones in Alien Resurrection. Because at the beginning, they're very slimy and brown. Yeah, he says, they took my beautiful creation and they made it look like a turd in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> and the first alien... Because part of it obviously is helped by the limitations, and this is where the parallel with Jaws continues. So, you know, yeah. the Jaws shark never worked. Yeah. So, famously dictated the fact you didn't see it much. Yeah. It only worked one day on set or something like that. Same with this, because it is obviously a dude, a very tall dude, very yeah. tall, slender dude in yeah. a suit. And to like kind of hide that, they had it in shadow for a long time. But I think the design of the head and the fact that you can peer, like, you can see that human skull yeah. submerged beneath yeah. the black kind of glassy dome. Yeah. It's probably one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen when I was growing up. Yeah. Because it looks vaguely human if you look deep inside the skull. Yeah. So there's something uncanny there because obviously it's grown out with John Hurt. Yeah. But the weird, the fact that it's also part machine. Yeah. The way that it moves, the way that yeah. it has a mouth within a mouth. I think, I think like that la just that last scene where it blends into the, the rest of the work. ship and you're just like, that well, is disgusting. And it just like yeah. moves. And, yeah. was... and it's still bits, there's still, still times now where I watch that film. Like I haven't seen it for a while, but like I remember watching it a few years back, like the Prince Charles cinema had Alien and Predator yeah. on. Um, and I went to watch that and it was still past now where I was like, is that is that it? There? Like even though I've seen the film like yeah. a lot and it's of something times, Alien Isolation did particularly well yeah. in imitating that. Um, Absolutely, yeah, yeah, where it can blend into the ship. <clears throat> yeah, so it looks kind of animal. It looks like a machine, but there's also this glimpse of the human in it yeah. as well. Yeah. And I think there's nothing else quite gets even close to it for yeah. me. I think the only, the only like calm point that I would put to that is there is I think there is one shot in it which I absolutely hate, and that's Ir the event. Yeah, because mm. like what it looks like is doing jazz hands. Yeah. yeah, and like that's the only shot that that's I the just, human like, in there. Yeah, it looks big show tunes. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a. It was down on LV forty two six in an Amdram 
production of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's so pissed off. That's why he's... Because he's understood he's a dick. Space yeah. 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 His life, yeah. killed him. Dude, I've, I've watched it recently. Um, so you were saying about, you know, at the end when he's like hiding in the yeah. sort of pipe work. I, I don't know that that shot holds up as well anymore. I do I just I feel like he just looks like he's lying down now. It's very transparent what the alien is there. Like he's very exposed in that shot. And that's one one part in the film where I feel mm. like he is exposed. And I maybe would have preferred like I don't know, if they could have like reframed it slightly. If you could camo like a predator. No. <laughs> no. Adding powers. I, yeah. I agree with everything Cooper said about that. I just think that yeah. one shot, he's maybe a little bit too exposed and you can see, he's definitely see it's the man in the suit then. Yeah. But that's looking for it of eyes of 2017 and knowing mm. for how it's made and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, final point. Yeah. It is a masterclass in tension and suspense and has probably the most shocking scene in cinema, which is the chestburster sequence. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really hard now to um, rewatch that film and ever recapture some yeah, sense of, course, of yeah. what that scene- yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And the impact it had and what it would have felt like for original, of audiences first time they've seen it. Because it happens like 50 minutes into that movie. Think about the slow build in that movie and having yeah. the bravery to do that, to go down to LV426, yeah. having all that character like work early on. Yeah. And then everything seems all right. They're just having yeah. food together. And so many good practical effects bring that scene together. And, yeah. you know, the sequences like that in other movies in the series. Yeah. But it's never been as good as that no. one. And also as well, I feel like like they, they the cast actually touched upon this. They're saying like, they were some of the best actors working at that time. And they're all in this film. They're all together, very all distinctive that, as well. All, but also like all very realistic as well. Because they were mm. all like, a lot of them like theatre actors come from like a really awesome like realism background or playing it really real, but obviously in space. And then John Hurt, what happens to him? It's like, it's and also like, I don't, was he like maybe the most famous at the time? He We've almost, had more like that sort of classic trick of killing the famous person. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the psycho trick or the scream trick. Yeah. He almost wasn't in it as well. They, really? some, no. they, they shot several, I think shot a day or two with someone else. I can't remember who it was. Someone else playing it. And then that guy got really sick and then had to leave. So they got John Hurt in like the last second. Apparently like he only like got the script or a phone call from Ripley like the night before and he was on the set the next day. Yeah. Straight in. Um, so those are my three points. Best design movie, best monster in a movie, most shocking scene in a movie. Yeah. Cool. I agree with all those points for reasons why Alien is a great film. Yeah. Uh, my counterpoint to that is your yours are all largely based around design and visual, mm. whereas I think yours based around banter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like Aliens is the better story, the better narrative, and I although I agree, I think Alien is more of a visual masterpiece, especially because it was you know unique and one of a kind. Like Aliens had Alien to ride on top of, mm. but I think just yeah the overall story. Like my first point, for example, is a better cast of characters. Absolutely, think all the Marines for a start are just far more interesting characters than anybody on the Nostromo ever was. But mostly is Ripley. I feel like Ripley is far more of a developed character in Aliens. Mm. Like in Alien, what 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 do we know about Ripley like halfway through the film? She's a pilot. Yeah, I think... But I think that's the good thing because in Alien, you don't know who's going to be left. I think that's a good thing from that perspective. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It doesn't mean... It doesn't make for a good character. No. Okay, yeah. Whereas, so you don't know she's like the final woman. Yeah. Right, yeah. Whereas if you look at her in Aliens... At the beginning, she's a tragic character. She's our last survivor, and she's she's lost her daughter. She's mm. oh, everybody's extended gone. edition yeah. when you find out about her daughter. Yeah, of harrowing, yeah, and they show a picture of his daughter, an old woman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so what I've wrote 
uh, journey from scared survivor to a fearless heroine is what Aliens is because she's very reluctant to go back to this planet. She doesn't want anything to do with it, but she finds this drive and the drive is that she wants to exterminate the species. And when she's there, she meets Newt and then she finds something to keep her going, to push her through and become that heroine towards in the film. I feel like it's true, like a development of a character from, mm. yeah, like a survivor at the start mm. to a heroine at the end. And I just feel like that's a far more interesting journey than the one she makes in Alien. I do think though, I think that is a really good point, but I think you're pointing the back better cast of characters. Mm. I don't think the Marines are as good as... Really? So you don't uh, think like uh, Vasquez and I Hudson... I think they're fun. It's fun to watch, yeah. but... I think yeah, Hudson especially is just such a an enigma of a character. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, because he starts off with all this bravado, all this talk, yeah. and then as soon as shit actually goes down, as soon as they meet he's something like that, he just <laughs> breaks down completely. But then he also shows some resolve as well, yeah. like when, when he's dying as well, just before that... He starts to like it comes deep down from side yeah. of him as well, and maybe it's just I have more of an attachment to these characters. But they they speak to me. I remember these characters far more than like someone like Lambert, who yeah. just mm. is very annoying. What's to be the, honest, what's I forget his name. What's the name of the fucking smarmy suit dude from Wailing Yutani? Burke. Burke. Yeah. yeah, the guy from He's Mad from, About You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's really good at playing that role. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I just, um, I just I identify with him. <laughs> I also think uh, Bishop is a really, although I really like Ash as well, yeah. I think Bishop is a great character because he plays with your preconceptions of what this android is going to be in this universe. Absolutely. Well. Bishop yeah. is amazing. And yeah. yeah, I think it's an excellent performance from that, um, Henrik. Like, uh, what's his name? Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, I interviewed him once when Aliens Colonial Marines came out um, in oh, New York. Right. And they uh, got him on that, did they? Uh, yeah, he was in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you, can, you can get him. He, no, I think got him on the press tour. Right. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure he's in, he's in the game. I've just got a knife out. Yeah, yeah. I think he was in the game for the, all the hour yeah. of play of that game. So yeah, I he know. and yeah, he's he, he it's good because obviously he loves that universe. It was at New York Comic Con as well, so he knows his bread and butter and stuff. Yeah. but he seems to like genuinely like it and talks about it with actual affection still, yeah. which is good. Me and Cooper were talking about it the other day. Yeah. Remember in Alien vs Predator, he was like Wayland. Was he? Yeah. yeah, and the idea was like he made Bishop after himself. That's not Kellen. Ah. I can't remember any of those films at all. I know. I, I, I remember one way you order a pizza. Is there a bit in like the Arctic as well? You remember the pizza bit? Oh, that's a good scene. Remember a pizza bit where like some kids order a pizza? No. And there's, an, there's a face hugger inside. <laughs> inside a hat. Oh, who ordered a face hugger? I said no pineapple. I've completely lost track of what we were talking about. It's still spread. Yeah, yeah cool. that was a very good, that was a very good <laughs> first a very point. point. Uh, what else you got there? My second point is the threat feels more intense in Aliens. The threat feels more yes. intense. So... I feel like in Alien, a lot of the film is the alien picking them off one by one, but he's never, it feels like he's never actively hunting them down. It's like they're stumbling into him. They're going after him all the way through the film. Whereas in Aliens, they're on a planet full of this species mm. and they're constantly being bombarded. Like they set up the room with like the turrets outside it because they're just constantly being attacked. There's that like magnificent shot when they go up into the dock oh, and you yeah, see like so three good. of them like scuttling towards you. It always feels like they're on. They're always there. You never know. You can you can never relax because they could be there any moment. Mm. Uh, there's that fantastic scene as well with Ripley and Newt when they're in the room and Burke's let out two face huggers, or is it one? Maybe one. that's a really good face one. Yeah. yeah, and that that threat just feels so intense in that scene. Where I've, for me, there's nothing in Alien that maybe quite matches that. I'm not sure. I just feel yeah. like there's <clears> just terror all the way through Alien. Whereas like yeah. I I wasn't scared at all by Aliens, but I think because I saw Alien first and then Aliens mm. after, like. 
I thought I was going in getting, I would have thought I was going in getting like a, another horror film yeah. where actually you're not, you're getting just a really cool action film. So I do think it's a cool action film. I, yeah. I, absolutely, there's action elements, but there's like, mm. I think I read somewhere there was like, there's not a gun fired for the first hour of that film. Really? It's not as action as you think. There are, yeah, there in, is my, a, in my mind it's just yeah. balls out. Well, that's because there's that, that scene in the middle where yeah, it's heavy yeah. action and then towards the end, which also leads into my last point, there's heavy action as well. But a lot of that film is, you know, is, is character and mm. like the tension of the threat, not necessarily the horror moments, but the, the constant unease of the whenever yeah. they're going to pounce. What else have I got? Yeah, so the final battle sequence, I think, is far more spectacular and grand and more fitting of a big film. Like, yeah. obviously, Alien is a different type of film, mm. right? So a tense horror film. Yeah. But for me, like, I've wrote some notes. Whatever. Alien has a cool evacuation scene, right? But then the last scene is largely her, this slow plodding affair where she's like, yeah. plodding is a really insulting term. But, <laughs> but when she's climbing into the suit and, you know, she said, and then essentially it's her climbing to suit and pressing a button, right? That's a way to like break it down and take all yeah. the, the greatness out of it. But for aliens, you've got, so I've written in bullet point form, you've got saving Newt, stumbling upon the queen's lair, Bishop tease of betrayal, Close your eyes, baby, which I think is a great moment. You know, when they think Bishop's gone and the Queen's approaching mm, them. Yeah. Then you've got the loader versus the Queen as well. You've got get away from her, you bitch. The final leg grab when she's pulling out through the, um, what's it called? Power loader. Oh, the no, airlock. She, the airlock, that's it. And uh, also there's some incredible score around that as well with this great, like, so, yeah. yeah, so it's all militaristic, sort of constant thudding. And I just think the whole thing is like, a magnificent spectacle that's put together like so memorably and for me just aliens final like 10 minutes just doesn't resonate as much so it's a good point very good point yeah um i do but yeah I prefer, I prefer the end of Alien. i know like it is quieter but i do like just how it's well, still terrifying let's get back to the the crooks of it always we all know they're like they're both great films just, and e they both have both, different both styles equally good films yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But they> both <laughs> for have, a resurrection um, they both have completely different styles and this kind of forces you a little bit to nitpick the other one where yeah, I, th I think yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous but. some of the so I put it out on Twitter yesterday um, to see which one was better and actually like surprised by some of the reaction that we got um, some people <laughs> they all said what I said some, some people uh, no some people were quite angry about it um, <laughs> fuming <laughs> yeah. was that Joe? Uh, yeah mostly um, James Cooper says they're completely different films and for that matter, genres, you cannot compare them. Apples, oh, right. you should, apples you, and oranges. Well, maybe you should have yeah. read that should one. Read that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the feature. Yeah. Also, I don't um, know that they're completely different films. Yeah. It's like, obviously, they're, they're thematically a little bit different. But mm. uh, Aaron Cooper says, Alien is making a perfect sandwich. Aliens is eating that sandwich. Mm. I like. That's so good. it's like, Alien sets up quite I'll a lot Alien of stuff. Alien 3, then. Uh, well, Chris White says, Alien, Alien 3 is sick, bur sick burping that sandwich. Yeah. Alien vs. Predator's projectile vomiting everywhere. I actually don't think yeah. Alien 3 what's is Alien, bad. What's I Alien think, Resurrection? Yeah, I don't know. French sandwich. I think Alien 3 <laughs> yeah. is reheating that pizza the next day. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alien 3 it's still is, good. It's still Alien good. Alien 3 is Googling, can you reheat rice? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, still, it's still good. It's just not as good as it was the night before. Um, <laughs> Adam Natra says, Alien is art and a perfect sci-fi thriller horror. Hmm. Aliens is the perfect sci-fi action film. Um, Valid. Uh, Jack Burr says, I don't... I don't like using perfect, but in my opinion, Aliens and James Cameron's Terminator 2 are as close to perfect as movies get. <laughs> you tripped over yourself there, mate. <laughs> so you don't like using perfect. You know, all the time. Uh, used it three times in that tweet. Um, I think, like, when I was a kid, uh, like, I generally, like, thought Terminator 2, when I was, like, 
eight. I felt like Terminator 2 was like the best film that's ever made. The Wait, Terminator yeah. 2 yeah. is an amazing <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah, we should all go and see it together this summer. It's coming so back to good. cinemas. Is it? Yeah, it's an anniversary. Oh, hello. I would love to see that in the cinema. Uh, my dad took me to see it in the cinema. <laughs> what? Like when I was a Wasn't kid, it, yeah. 15 or an 18? It was an 18, yeah. My dad took, like the Pontypridd Muni Arts Centre. <laughs> do, do not care of our age, my friend. <laughs> my dad just took, just took me to see it. Uh, Ryan Leach says, Alien is phenomenal. Aliens is one of the best of uh, popcorn films around, but it's still a popcorn film. So I don't think that's. Is that a bad thing? No, no not so. at all. No, I think I think like a lot of people ask. You know, a lot of people love both of these films. Um, yeah, including us guys. So yeah. verdict. They're both great. They're both great. <laughs> their own ways. <laughs> their own ways. You little scamps. <laughs> Ruffle their hair. Um, right. There is another film coming out though, Alien Covenant which is out by now. So hopefully mm. you guys are going to go see it. So here's Ridley Scott. I got to sit down with him for half an hour. Um, we've got, you've got about 22 minutes of it here uh, where he talks about just like, the man does not exist on the same like planet of thinking as us. It's <laughs> okay. amazing. Like he just, he says what he wants as well. So this chat is going to get really, really spoilery. Danger. The emergency destruct system is now activated. He get he likes it gets quite personal in some bits. Like he like he heard my accent and started talking about Wales instantly. So the first bit you hear is us talking about Wales. Cooper's just shaking he his head disapprovingly. Can't edit it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you antagonised him. But the best bit is when he, he starts to he starts like talking about like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like he mentions like some weird shark stuff that he's afraid of and like how he hates diving, but when deep diving to impress what I assume is a lady. Uh, but he, does, he won't go into that. But yeah. Isn't he like 79? When did he do this? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like oh, it was last mate, week. He's not like you and I. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just really Scott just being amazing. Has the food got any better in Wales? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Tell you what's got better is the whiskey. Oh, Whiskey's really? amazing in Wales okay. now. I've got really good whiskey. Oh, um, okay, good. Yeah, so that's good. We can talk about Alien if you like, or we can no, talk about, about Wales, yeah, it's absolutely sure, fine. Sure. sure. Um, so after Prometheus, what was your reason to go back and do Alien Covenant? Oh, um, after Prometheus. Mm. Well, the whole evolution of e e Prometheus was to answer the question, who, what, why, and when? Mm. Why that ship? Who was the space jockey? What was in the hold? For what reason? Why would you develop such a biomechanoid weapon? Because I always thought this guy was a weapon. Yeah. A cleaning up weapon, a cleansing process. And if you want to clean a planet up, that's you drop a few eggs and this would happen. Mm. Um, and that was partly answered in Prometheus because we're introduced to a guy called Peter Wayland. Peter Wayland has an AI called David, etc., and that evolves. From out of that, accidentally, we come about creation. We also met the engineers. Mm. The engineers was the guys sitting as a space jockey, yeah. so that was answered. Then I thought, I think I'm onto something, and I left the a lot of questions open mm. in Prometheus, so it would necessitate the making of Covenant. Yeah, like this is the first film that doesn't have sort of H.R. Geiger's direct influence on it. Sure. So for um, the Neomorph, how do you go about sort of designing that without Giger then? Uh, the yeah, the Neomorph. I had a vision. Uh, that sounds pretentious. <laughs> I have a picture of a, a goblin shark. Okay. The goblin shark, have you ever seen that? No. It's got two uh, jaw hinges, one here, 
one here. So this lower part breaks into two and becomes a scoop. Okay. So it's flat first, then it does that, and it's hinged down from here. It is disgusting. Mm. And there's a, a great piece of footage of a diver with a chain mill reaction yeah. on there. He goes in on the shark. The shark's only like that, big enough, mm. but it, it goes for his arm, and the sudden opening of the jaw, there it was. Yeah. But what I like was this rather flabby quality to the neomorph, uh, to the goblin shark, because it yeah. has no armor. And you know, the shark is this uneasy color of a dead body. Mm. It's white. It's a dead white, and the d eyes are dead. Yeah. And I thought the neomorph should be rather like that. So we, we always revolve around. It'll be physically human mm -hmm. because of the combination of the DNA. But what's the, the rest like is kind of vaguely disgusting. That's interesting because I know you also always, always envisioned alien as kind of jaws in space. Yes. So to go back to a shark yes. as your inspiration is quite interesting. Well, a shark is, in many respects, so frightening. It's disgusting. It's yeah. Awful. Yeah, I think it's awful. I don't like being underwater, mainly because of Stephen, I think. Mm. Uh, I never, I've never been happy with the water ever again. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I'm not I, happy in the bath like because exactly, of jaws. No, I, I didn't like, I didn't like, and I, I don't like swimming in the sea because mm. I know there's something underneath it, yeah. and I'm bound to be the one. <laughs> you really think that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. I guess you can get your own back on Steven Slowbo. If he ever goes to space, you'll probably be afraid. Exactly. <laughs> you know, people go swimming in the water around. There's 12 deaths. In, since 2012 in, in Australia from this part yeah. of the beach. And I think 12 deaths in four years is a lot. That is a lot. I mean, just the idea of being it, right there next to you in the water. I yeah. mean, give me a break. Have you ever been sort of snorkeling or anything like that? Uh, oh, yeah, I used to do di deep dives, 90 yeah. feet and 100 feet. I would be down there thinking, what am I here for? <laughs> Why am I here? And I was doing it because, you know, I was trying to impress somebody. Yeah. And every morning, the deep dive first, 90 feet first, standing yeah. on the abyss looking into the depths. Yeah. Where you're, you're past the point of your weight belt, so already you're now starting to sink. Right. With the gravity. Yeah. And I didn't, I thought, I don't like being here. Who just, are you trying to impress? I'm not telling you. <laughs> but, I hope it worked, man. Yeah, but it did. But I thought, <laughs> never again. No, yeah. No. So in a funny kind of way, because David's not, Human, the um, original neomorph looks at him and actually allows, David allows it to come close and the yeah. neomorph would have no intention of killing him because no. he doesn't smell like a human being. Yeah, uh, He looks like one, but he's not human. Mm. And therefore, that's why he talks about you breathe into the nostrils of a horse and it will be your friend forever. That's, yeah. that's true. Yeah. The old, old Indian trick, you get a horse. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It's a ride lot. Yeah. I was told that by jockeys. I was yeah. going to be a jockey. <laughs> we could have all been so different. I was 11. <laughs> like a flea on a greyhound. Is this when you were in Wales? No, it was post-Germany. I was in Germany, 1947, right. 52. So I really learned to ride in Germany. Yeah. German riders are very sturdy, and I learned four years of solid riding in Germany. Mm, right. Johnny Walker horses. Mm. Mr. Exercise horse. Oh, wow. Um, going back slightly to this, like it's obviously sort of implied thing that he's been to, using Elizabeth's body yes. um, to sort of help along his things. Yeah. What was he doing? I don't want to go there. <laughs> I, I think, uh, think about Jeffrey Dormer's kitchen, that's right. about the end of it. But you, you don't want to go there. I guess it's hard because he quite clearly loves her. Yes. As well. Well, did Dormer love the subjects? Mm. I don't know. Have you seen a police pathology book of Jeffrey Dormer's kitchen? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. 
crazy. Yeah. So do you think that in that case, then, really, the idea No, I, 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 I didn't want to go there. I wanted yeah. to, it to be more a metaphorical, like mm. the prologue scene was written as a metaphor for creation mm. and a metaphor for the error and the metaphor for the realization yeah. that I've already got a monster. I've given birth to a monster. Yeah. But I guess, like, through that, he realizes he needs human hosts. Yeah, you know, one of the big things is to avoid in these films where you it's about making robots and things. You don't want test tubes and shit like that. No. And steam and bubbling water and crap like that. <laughs> and you don't want to see them really doing it. Yeah. If you can get away in the play without doing it, because, yeah. like, I never see how they actually create Roy Batty, mm. Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. That's a categorical decision not to show how. Right. I don't want to see racks of human life forms sitting on racks no, and no, shit no. like that. Yeah. Please. Yeah. You don't need to do that because it's, it's now part of our culture. Yeah. Is the feasibility, possibility, and actuality of the AI exists today. Yeah. The AI at the moment is like how it's a box and a, or a washing machine and, a, yeah. and an eye. Mm. But will they make them like you or I? Probably out of curiosity to see if they can. Yeah. For why is a big question, is a good question, because you kind of want to make them not too indiscernible from human life form. Yeah. Otherwise, that, that becomes dangerous, yeah. I think. I thought it was really interesting when you see sort of David's workshop, um, how, like, one, it looks incredible. Yeah. Uh, also terrifying. Yes. Um, but at the same time, he, he's sort of become the guy that David has by, oh, totally. like, because a, a lot of those images... Like, were they unused sketches or...? No, they were drawn f and made for the film. Okay. But, you know, Giga was a special man, and I got on very well with him. He was very uh, a good working relationship. Yeah. And I think people were... You either see that or you don't. Yeah. I saw it, and my eyes nearly fell out when I saw the first drawing, which was in a book. Yeah. And that's, on that basis, I went, flew to Switzerland to see him. Yeah. And he said, I don't fly, I'm not coming to London. I said, got to get to London. So we brought him there by train and boat. He lived in Shepherd and Studios for 10 months. Amazing. Yeah, he was special. But yeah. he was always trying to redesign the thing in Necronomicon. I said, yeah. no, 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 that's being decisive. I said, don't touch it, it's there. Yeah. My difficulty is making it work because mm. I've got no digital in those days, but I've got a guy in a rubber suit we did pretty good. Yeah. And that because then he had to do the chest burst to the face. And also had him honestly design the planet. Yeah. And the side of the ship. And the ship. Yeah. The ship was so rare and so unusual. Mm. That was a special thing. But then in recent years, I used some very good digital artists. And the guy who designed the where the flashback happens. And you see the, the docking vehicle coming yeah. into a device which would be like a docking device yeah and that's where he drops the the uh the chemical yeah uh i think that's pretty original stuff it's that's crazy yeah it's, it's fantastic yeah. stuff yeah um californian artist digital artist right okay. really good yeah um talking about the neomorph what's unique about it um that makes, sets it apart from the xenomorph uh well one is armored like an armadillo and how the xenomorph evolves uh, is a different uh, in a different form condition mm. to the neomorph. Um, I don't know. It's part of the d the randomness of the DNA yeah. and the birth thing because um, it is a birth. Yeah. And let's say the xenomorph, funny enough, comes out of Billy Crudup. Mm. First one. 
the neomorph, the two neomorphs come out of the two guys who are hit in yeah. the grass. There's no real part of the chemistry other than random. A bit like one being born albino, uh, mm. inexplicably an albino, and the other one is normal. Right. The grass scene for me was really interesting. I read somewhere, I'm not sure if this is true, maybe you can sort of debunk it, that it was there was always planned for aliens to be some kind of um, grass scene with aliens running through like a cornfield, yes. which apparently then ended up being used in The Lost World, the Jurassic Park sequel, yes. or the idea for that. Yes. So, but I, it really felt to me like that was kind of that idea. You know, actually, no. The one that I really liked was Thin Red Line. Okay. Thin Red Line, I thought, was nicely... Yeah. There was deep... It felt like deep grass, but it was only yeah. this deep. It was in Hawaii, mm. I think. And they had a prevailing wind all the time, which I thought that looked good. Yeah. Because I was going to do something called Forever War. Okay. And uh, I, I always fastened on the guys walking through foliage and vegetation, like long grass. Yeah. But long grass in the sense of, like, reeds you get in a beautifully clear stream. Mm. And you see the, the, the long reeds are beautiful in clear water. Yeah. So it's trying to find vegetation that doesn't look too science fiction-y, yeah. but feels like r the real thing. Mm. And I think I was surprised that New Zealand works so well. It was uh, spectacular in the sense of there was nothing there except yeah. those mountains and the water. And every time it rained in that valley I was, there'd be a thousand waterfalls. Yeah. They would just hit tarns and spout, like water spouts. So literally a thousand that's really interesting. Or more. Yeah. With just tons of water just pouring off. Wow. So there's no shortage of water. They have eight meters of water a year. Yeah. As opposed to LA hanging us two centimeters. <laughs> one of the things um, I saw with my colleague, one of the things we talked about in the pub afterwards, we were just sort of like, you know, just dumping all this information on each other, was does David um, bring Billy Crudup and the crew to his planet, or is it just complete coincidence they happen to pick up Shaw's? Um, oh, I think thing. it's a coincidence okay. that they pick up Shaw's. Uh, I, I, I went for, that was me who went for um, the singer because it was a prayer. Yeah. And I thought, I don't want a prayer. No. And I think I like the fact that she's on a continuum of process yeah. to, as any good engineer would. And during it, she's getting more and more bored, but still living in the hope that somebody might pick up a signal. Yeah. She's just sending out signals. Right. And, and rather than that, I thought a song might be more interesting than a prayer. And so the song that she happened to be into at that moment was John Denver. Yeah. I was never into John Denver, but I thought other than the purity of his voice, like a bell, yeah. he, John was a bit like an evangelist. Okay. And I thought it was kind of a nice combination. It kind of worked out really well. Yeah. I think it's a really nice scene in the movie. It's as well, haunting. Where, where Danny McBride sort of picks up on it because he's kind of playing this. Yeah. Sort of, well, it's haunting. Yeah. And, and, you know, her frustration would also come from a yearning mm. to, oh, God, I wish I was going back to Earth. You know? Yeah. You're stuck in space forever. Yeah. That's interesting that it's a mm. coincidence, though, because I guess, you know, a lot of Billy Crudup's character, um, when he's talking about sort of faith and coincidence and things yes. like that, yeah. that's really interesting then that actually that brings them to yeah. uh, David and eventually yeah. the end. Well, I was very happy with this cast. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were terrific. And, you know, Billy's very much theatre background, so yeah. Catherine and I think they were good with that because of the certain lines I was a bit uncomfortable with yeah. and what I'd now do I ask them what do you think of this line yeah they go, I like it so, okay thank, thank god for that <laughs> and then, can you make it work yeah I can make it work would but, you have done that on the original alien no I'd have probably said I hate the line yeah <laughs> and I'd get rid of it but I think no no I can do that I can deal yeah. with it I like the fact that you know it's a, to me my 
best mode really is being partners with my yeah. actors. It's a partnership. It's interesting you said Covenant for you was you know answering the who, what, when, and why. Mm. Was that because after Prometheus came out, you felt like people were maybe unfulfilled by it and you wanted to go back and sort of serve that well, fan no, base? Well, no, Alien. Alien, no okay. one asked the question. Yeah. Uh, but instead, they had a lot of shoot them up and shoot them out. And yeah. I go, hang on, what about all these elements that no one ever asked the bloody question? Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. So uh, I just asked the questions. Yeah. And from that, it's like... A screenplay then is organic, so it's mm. all no. And if it go- starts from a good question, the chances are you probably can't have a decent screenplay because there's something for the writer to write about, yeah, as opposed to bullshit. Mostly, a lot of screenplays are bullshit. I mean, I, I do a lot of work with the writers, yeah. And you know, I can write, I mean, I wrote three screenplays before I started, yeah, and couldn't get going, but actually, the screenplays are okay because they, they attracted actors like yeah. Ernest Borgnine, yeah. And Michael York, for mm. God's sake. I'd written something called Ronnie and Leo, which is about a heist in those days, out of a hotel where Ernest Borgner was playing a pastry cook. <laughs> Perfect. Brilliant. In the, and <laughs> Michael York was room service. Yeah. And it had gone into this room, big suite, in the Savoy, mm. and in there recognized a couple of, because he'd been in jail. Yeah. Recognized a couple of guys from jail and thought, shit, there's a big job going down here. So they were curious about what the job was. Yeah. So it's about Michael York trying to get Ernest Borgnine to come back because Ernest Borgnine is an old lag as well. Yeah. Criminal. So it was about two criminals who'd find. That was, that was, I nearly got that going. Mm. In, with um, the Alien you know, universe in particular, like how aware of you of everything else, like Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection? Is that something you sort of, this in your mind when you're going to Alien No, Covenant? I totally, I'm aware of all of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they wanted to do Alien Awakening. Uh, yeah. Um, I said, fine, I, I was going to be the producer. Yeah. If I could have, I would have. Except I do question, why have both out there? Yeah. Seems like shooting your big toe off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make sense, right? But they didn't go forward with it, Fox. Yeah. So I, I kind of just kept out of it. So I mean, I had literally ignited yeah. this thing to bring it off the ground again because it was lying there in, in dormant on a yeah. shelf. And I had this thing to bring it back up, and here we are. So, yeah, I think I, I, I heard you recently say that the Blomkamp film's not happening at all now. But Well, yeah. it, 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 it wasn't... I was obviously being, you know, encouraging, saying, yeah, yeah. by all means... And Fox saying, do you want to produce that? Yeah, of course. But it didn't really, I don't know what happens. Yeah. It didn't evolve. I think it was Neil with Sigoni, because Neil yeah. had done something with Sigoni. That's right, yeah, she's in Chappie, another film of his. Yeah. Chappie, yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. Um, there's a video game that came out, Alien Isolation, which a lot of people um, sort of see as almost like a sequel yes. to, uh, to your Alien. Yes. Uh, do you know anything about the video game? Have you seen any of it? What's it called? Alien Isolation. I think I did. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not a game person. Mm. And to be fair, I tend to, because I'm not into it, tend to think the games are too simple. Yeah. Is that accurate? Because I don't want to sit there shooting things yeah. for four hours. I said, get off your ass and go and do something. I always remember the beginning of MTV. Mm. And I used to watch MTV because there were a lot of interesting filmmakers because I think the videos were better in those days. Yeah. Because there were more performance Less performance and more. Well, David Fincher he, did Alien Three. Like he, he, he did his, the best. Yeah. the videos at that particular point, and I always used to think that then when that went away, they became ju- just performance videos, which are fine. Mm. But it's nice when the actors involved in the story as well. Yeah. Other than your Alien, do you have a sort of favorite? Because I, I think Alien Three is brilliant. I know a lot of people don't really get on with it, but Fincher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's good. Um, I still was kind of. 
then really wondering why no one has asked this question. Yeah. Who, what, why, and when, dude? Yeah. Beavis and Butthead, duh. <laughs> Flipping heck. I could not believe that no one was asking the question. Yeah. And what was the question for you? Well, what was this spaceship mm. on this planet? What was, who was the pilot in the seat? Yeah. We call a space jockey. What was the cargo? That's a cargo of eggs. Yeah. So it was a, a, a battleship carrier yeah. of some dreadful biomechanoid weapon. Mm. Those are big questions. Yeah. Which will surmount and justify over just over any action, blah, 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 yeah. bullshit. Do you think, for me, it was really interesting to see David um, at the end. I wonder, this is what I thought, mm. is maybe that he will have some kind of influence over where Whalen yutani go next. Totally. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's all wide open. Yeah. It's all wide open. But, there, I mean, there's still unconnected dots. Do you think, you know, do you have any I want the, to go back and connect those? Or? That's why I'm doing it. So yeah. you're asking these questions. Yeah. Of course, and we're writing it now. Right, okay. As we speak. Right. I'll be filming that within 14 months. You think? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So do you already have a plan in place with yes. Fassbender and things like that? Uh, well, he's. I think he really likes the film. And yeah. I, we like working. It's fun. Yeah. I try and make it fun, and I think he likes the fun of it. Yeah. And I think if he'll go again, I think he will. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. So yeah. you'll end up doing an, a trilogy of... Yeah. Yeah, things. It's kind of... It's good when it's good. If yeah. the sequel's good, then it's worthwhile. If a sequel's like... Mm. And just finally, do you ever think that when you made Alien that you would ever be going back to make one, two, and now maybe three no, more never. films? Never. Never. Huh. But, I mean, it, you know, you've got to keep doing things to keep yeah. you paying attention. And uh, <laughs> I um, think that... I never thought I'd get into sequels. I didn't want to do a sequel of Blade yeah. I didn't want a sequel of Alien because I was arrogant. Yeah. In that sense, not arrogant, but why would I? Mm. Uh, but now we've just finished the sequel of Blade Runner. Yeah. It goes out in October. Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah. Brilliant. Interesting. Excellent. Thank you so much. That was Thank really you, good man. fun. Thank you. West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountains. The emergency destruct system is now activated. So, guys, Alien Covenant. It you guys a, saw it? It was a film. It was a film. Yeah. Me and Croops got to go see it. This, I mean, we're so lucky and like I <clears throat> love our jobs and stuff like that. On Alien Day, which I don't really recognize as a national holiday. I do from now on. Yeah, um, but should. <laughs> did that Because um, we got to go see uh, Alien Covenant on Alien Day. And when we turned up, it was just us. So we literally had a screening room to ourselves, like this beautiful screening room to ourselves. And we just got to watch it. Yeah. Just the two of us. Yeah. Amazing. I know. It was like I think there was also a security guard who has to watch it with us. Just looking, yeah. they behaving. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Gavin like lording it up, sat at the front, sat at opposite ends of the aisle. Yeah, um, but like I like the response seems to be mixed to it. Like you reviewed it. Like I have to say, like I just thought it was a really good film. Yeah, but like, there's some absolutely mad stuff happening there. And if you wanted a nitpick, uh, like you absolutely yeah. can. Yeah. Because he opens up so much and he asks so many questions, which he says, you know, as you just said now, in the, or you said, like he's asking questions that he wants to answer in another film, yeah. possibly another one after that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth saying that this film <clears throat> does have answers to lingering questions Definitely. that carried yeah, on from yeah. Prometheus. Yeah. I think the biggest problem going into this movie is yeah. it stands so firmly in the shadow of Prometheus yeah like you think about how excited everyone was that movie it was like one of yeah. the most hype movies I've ever been to yeah and to come away go, going into that movie to think you're going to find out about LV-426 and space jockeys yeah. and the xenomorph and all these things <clears throat> that you've kind of 
wondered about for you know nearly 30 years mm. and to leave not even seeing a xenomorph yeah what uh, you know th- that was incredibly like disappointing mm. but this movie definitely has answers and it's uh, there are answers that kind of exist within the terms set out by Prometheus. Yeah. So, you know, if you want something brand new, you're not going to get it. But I think it's a very satisfying resolution of some of that stuff <clears throat> that Prometheus chucked up. Yeah. One of yeah. my favourite things about the film was they took some of the Prometheus bullshit and they managed to twist it and make it work for a mm. new story and actually make yeah. it more interesting. It made... made if anything, it probably makes Prometheus a little bit more interesting. I think, it, yeah, well. like I watched Prometheus and not seen it since the cinema. And then a month ago, you yeah. and I were on a flight and I watched it there. And, you know, going in knowing it's not going to yeah. answer all that stuff, you yeah. watch it with a different eye. Absolutely. You don't yeah, have yeah, that yeah. kind of like. I've only oh, ever seen it once. Like, I'm not, I'm disappointed because I don't yeah. know where the alien came from. And seeing this so shortly afterwards, it makes, well, because we're doing spoilers, yeah. we saw it. It makes yeah. like the character of David and following yeah. his arc really meaningful. Absolutely, yeah. And it kind of ties in with other elements. You kind of see bigger connections in the series overall where, mm. you know, androids have been a big thing in that series. And suddenly the existence of David beca- plays into that much more. Yeah. And he becomes, you know, he's arguably now not as maybe not as iconic but as important for what happens in that universe as Ripley Definitely, or more yeah. so because yeah. he's actually yeah. having more of an influence on this stuff yeah and I think well now he's I mean obviously spoilers we're going into it but now he is the key creator of yeah. the Xenomorphs as we know it yeah. as mm. well which now yeah makes him a massive part of the story and also yeah. but and his story is still continuing as yeah well, and I think it? like because Prometheus has a lot of kind of you know both films like to wear their intellectualism like Absolutely, quite yeah. openly and it's it's a brash way of doing it having yeah, people yeah. quote Shelley and Paradise Lost <laughs> to other characters yeah. you know very often you know what these characters are thinking mm. because they're just saying it yeah. and they're saying it by quoting romantic poets <clears throat> and listening to Wagner like at the beginning he goes why is this as Wagner the entry of the gods into Valhalla yeah all right. <laughs> you know, at no point are they just playing that song. <laughs> at no point does Mark David go, Mother, some music, and they play yeah. it, and it's a nice little Easter egg. It's like, play this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's a bit on the nose, but I think they do sell it. Like, I think Michael Fassbender sells that stuff because he he's a phenomenal does, yeah. actor. Yeah. And I think all that central sequence where I think the movie's most like Prometheus, I think it's flanked by two acts that are more like Alien. Yes. That centre bit where you go to the city of the engineers yeah. and it's like this, where he calls it like a, a withering necropolis or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And he delivers all that stuff. And you go into his weird, like, Renaissance Frankenstein cave. Like Jeffrey Dahmer kitchen, yeah. Yeah, and you see all these designs. And when you, the slow revelation there, yeah. and he becomes more and more unhinged like Ash. Mm. And you realise that what he's done to Elizabeth, yeah. the way that he's harvested her organs yeah. for his creation. Well, this is the thing. F- like, fucking twisted stuff. It is really twisted. I think that was the thing that I was, like, I love talking to Ridley Scott, obviously. But, like, that was the thing where I said, like, you know, just exactly what has he been doing to Elizabeth? Because, like, my feelings was, like, because the the way that I thought the trajectory of the story had gone was he'd gone there, was doing all this stuff with Elizabeth, then realised he needed more human hosts, which is why he sent out the beacon, like, her... um, uh, John Denver. Yeah, her John Denver stuff to bring them over. Absolutely, yeah. 
Really, Scott says no. Really, um, he oh, says right. like it's a complete coincidence because she'd sent out these. Uh, she sent out the John Denver stuff, like yeah. these signals, and it's a complete coincidence that they pick it up. So, bring as it far as David's concerned, he's he's happy being on that planet, just <laughs> working on his creation. Yeah, yeah. and that, and that's the thing. Yeah, like, but he's <clears throat> waiting for something. Cause yeah. he knows it because it, like when Billy Crudup stumbles into the basement. Yeah, I yeah. love when he, he that's just walks amazing. Up, Let me show you yeah. my my creation. He and switches he goes, so quickly. Yeah, he walks off so calmly, and he goes. What's he been waiting for? And it's a real close up of him going, Mother. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so strange. And it's just like, but like Ridley Scott saying, No, oh, I, I wouldn't like to think what he's been doing to Elizabeth. Mm. Like that kind of surprised me. But also at the same time, I kind of don't buy as well. Because um, I'd asked them why um, why David killed the engineers. Mm. Because if he's, you know, really interested mm. in seeing what these people, what, like doing these experiments and stuff like that, surely like one of the main, one of the, awesome experiments to get one of the engineers and put one of the creation and use them for his experiments mm. as well like rather than kill them all yeah. off at, at that point though had david decided that that's what he was doing was I he still more, no, still more yeah. like an element of curiosity to him and then he saw the engineers yeah. like humans as weak yeah. species to to exterminate i yeah. almost think there's like it's almost that moment when they arrive at the engineer city mm. it's almost like a bit of a fuck you to the first Prometheus movie yeah. because Elizabeth left on that ship with David because mm. she wanted to go to that planet and find out why they yeah, wanted to kill yeah. us and David goes we're no. never finding that out yeah. and he just drops <laughs> it's the ultimate mic drop, drop. <laughs> he just goes I love that scene where he just looks at him he's like tears in his eyes on. no he's like defiant but they're slightly yeah. red and he just drops it all on them yeah. when, when do you think he kills Elizabeth around that time well, she's not in that sequence. Do you think and she's no. dead already? I think on she that has ship. to either be imprisoned or dead because yeah. she wants to go. She wants the answers. Yeah, he can speak their language. So she dies, yeah. never knowing the answers. Never know the answers, or he horrible. kills her already. Um, what am I? I think one of my there's a couple of my favorite sequences in it, but I feel like the docking mechanism when he gets to the engineer's planet is fucking incredible. Like yeah. so stupidly elaborate, <laughs> yeah. um, but incredible. And like the way that Ridley Scott talks about the designer, he talks about him with the same sort of like love that he has for Giga, definitely, because he's just like this guy who this like yeah. designer. It's like absolutely incredible. Yeah, I love I the, the, the city yeah. as well. Yeah. And Bonkers. Yeah. So it just creates something completely alien to us, like you saying about. Giga. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. so alien that we can't like. You wouldn't even. Wouldn't yeah. even you wouldn't be able to comprehend exactly like, yeah, yeah. the way that that would work. Mm. And the same actually. Where I th I thought like the ship is amazing. Like I thought the sails that they put up to get like the solar stack. Oh yeah, like, that's that. such yeah, a yeah. beautiful little sequence right at the beginning. Yeah, I thought all um, the ship design stuff. I think that's. You know, it's similar in the first Alien. You've got this proper alien world, yeah. which David started to like change and cultivate a bit. Yeah, like he's yeah. like making it Earth-like. He's planting the crops, yeah, and he's created that garden presumably mm. for Elizabeth because he buries there. Um, so there's also the the like egg plant things that they step on, and that yeah. you know sends a little jobs. Do you reckon that's just like a residue left from? Yeah, the I think I, I, I think yeah. it's yeah. so highly reactive. It's kind of reactive with the environment yeah. and like yeah. bonded with it because it yeah. says it wouldn't kill botanical life. Yeah. So I wonder if it's just kind of merged with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like as well, like as much as obviously like you've got, I suppose, trust Ridley Scott's like going in and stuff like that. But like the way that he talks about, cause like I asked him, you know, why, why do people react any different? He was like, for him, it's the, you know, why is someone born, born an albino and someone's born and someone's not born? Like that, yeah. he's like, I, I kind of don't buy it. Like reacting with the, yeah, the exactly. host DNA. Yeah, well, I guess like it's, if it's I mean, your reaction that to does that make thing, sense. like that does make you, sense. You, well, I guess that kind of tallies with the later version, of the alien, mm. which yeah. part of its DNA 
is to latch on to the host DNA yeah. and create a unique thing. Yeah. Whereas if it's if the parasite is that, yeah. I guess that's the essence. Like it, it yeah. blends with the host. Mm. Yeah, although in the later ones they don't evolve as significantly. I think the later ones this. are like, I don't think really Scott's seen them. I suppose. Yeah, I, 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 I think part of me, like he does not, well, there's though a, not entering in his thoughts. There's actually a bit where I say, because um, you know, we were really interested in this. I said, you know, obviously you created the original alien. How aware of you of where it's gone after that? He was like, yeah, everything. I've seen everything. I was like, well, what about the video game? Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a I, shame because yeah. that's the most like his original thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Like, um, but yeah, he, he, that's the thing. I was trying to talk to you about the video game a bit, but he's like, he's like, I'm not a gamer and just completely had written that off. Like, you know, if, if I'd had more time, that's the thing, you know, 30 minutes is a lot, but if I'd had more time, I kind of wanted to like sell him on the idea of video games a little bit more, but it was hard. So kind of shut it down, uh, which is good. Um, I thought like the cast were really good. Like I really love... Uh, like, because both of us like I uh, really love Danny McBride. Yeah, I, I thought like he's just I thought he's just great, and he fits into that kind of like yeah. world. Although I I kind of disagree a little bit. I love Danny McBride in the film, but yeah. I think the cast of characters there's the core like three or so which are, are really good. Oh yeah, there's and a, an absolute job. And then, yeah, you, yeah. Like seven of a jabroni that you yeah. don't give a shit about. Do you not mean you mean you don't like the guy who looks at the ear of wheat and goes, "This is wheat." Me. I know, I know wheat. wheat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest. Hi, mate. No one's saying you don't know wheat. Yeah, like, I, I think like I'm talking. About, I'm talking about, like, the, about main, wheat the main four, but then yeah, the other ones who are just like the other two the pilots. Fodder. Yeah, yeah. Um, the two that are the up there with Danny McBride the entire time. Well, yeah. Also, no, like useless. I totally understand, obviously, mm. why you would send married couples on yeah. a colonizing mission. Here I understand go. how that works. Yeah, let me tell you. Um, but don't put them on the crew. Yeah. Put like their significant unders in stasis. Yeah. And have the crew just out of well, people. That's also, well, what are the chances these people? That's what. That's what. That's, that's have a, these jobs. Although yeah. to, be, to be fair, like you and your girlfriend have very similar jobs. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. Ned, <laughs> I don't but as, how she like? What are you an expert? I, 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 Terraforming. Yeah. What are you? I'm a free climbing pilot. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. I, I do, I <laughs> no do ropes, kind of baby. But that is um, that is thing. But then it's a contrivance. But yeah. you probably I, move in those circles. But I said in the review, like it, I do think it helps raise the emotional stakes. Like Absolutely. when yeah, yeah, Franco yeah. dies, I can't she's believe that. It's such yeah. a powerful yeah. sequence, and then obviously that affects her character development. Yeah, and then it does make people do dumb shit. Like yeah. smart yeah. people do dumb shit because. Like when Demon Bride takes the ship down when he shouldn't do. That's it's like you're a pilot, yeah. you know the tolerances. Yeah. But people act irrationally if their loved one is in danger. I think that was the only thing that I wrote down. It was just like, this was definitely going to happen when you put married couples <laughs> yeah. on the fucking ship. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Wayland. Yeah. Uh, but I think like, the, like I was kind of worried about Danny McBride going in because I didn't want him to be like too Danny McBride in it. But I feel like he's, he's funny when he needs to be funny and he was serious when he needs I to be serious. He, I he think he was yeah. funnier in all the pre-release stuff that they did. Like yeah. all the like... What were they? The, the little vignette things yeah. where they show, yeah, where they introduce a character. Yeah. He's doing like his last, uh, his last message before going into yeah. cryosleep. So, yeah. so that was really funny. And then in the Last Supper thing, he was quite funny as well. But yeah. in the actual film, he's not like overly funny. But I think that in a good way because it's not an environment to be funny. No. In, well, I really like, I really like the bit because, like, I think one of my favorite sequences is the crane sequence where they come back to the ship. I thought yeah. that was awesome. So he, that's one of the ones. And then he's, he's just like, yeah. he's like, uh, I can see it. <laughs> he's not even saying anything necessarily funny. It's just his performance and delivery. That yeah, it yeah. just his face makes. It funny yeah, well. that's a good set piece and I think yeah. that's the thing like I would quite happily had that in the movie that was a yeah. great set and piece. I feel like the last bit is just added on a bit and it's a yeah. bit like a compacted ver like a potted version of the first alien where it's motion tracking 
It's betrayal by a robot. Yeah. It's claustrophobic corridors and it's death by airlock. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and it's her turning into Ripley, sweaty yeah. vest and machine gun. Like, mm. it's a lot of the same things again. And I, I almost don't need but that. Instead of being ending. a small room airlock, it's that giant. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I don't, when she goes, um, Let's take it down to my turf. Yeah. What? what? Uh, also, first, early on in the movie, when they go down there to secure stuff, we're like, definitely coming back here at the end. <laughs> yeah. You know, you set up a sequence, you go, oh, yeah, so there's these tension things. Yeah. And also, I love that she, like, the first one gets stuck. Yeah. So they send the other one, they go, when they get there, and they go, so, oh, so, yeah, you're going to do all the terraforming. So, yeah, um... About the terraforming. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the bit where she's just like, oh, I've got an idea. I'm going to put it in the cab of this oh, car yeah. thing. And just like, so weird. you've seen a smash through stuff all film. Yeah. <laughs> just if that it. glass is thick enough to endure space. Yeah. Although, like, I don't know, he got he, when Danny McBride's in the cockpit of that loader thing, he's yeah. smashing on that, he doesn't make it through that glass. He's getting so maybe close. At that point, think, he's well, getting he, close. He didn't get through it. Just so get him in that car. Get him in the car. Get him in the car. <laughs> <laughs> In the car, my dog hates that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hot crack, a, crack a window for him. You might, you might touch that little bit of metal on the seatbelt. It's really hot. Um, um, but no, to be fair, like I came out of it, and yeah, I did have questions. I, like there were some bits where I thought it was a bit pants, but I just I don't know. Just I think he's got good. It's a good film. And yeah. but he, I knew as soon as we saw it that it'd be massively divisive. There's Absolutely, some reviews yeah. out there that say it's the, the worst film of the summer. Well, that's some out here saying it's the best blockbuster since Mad Max. So yeah, it, it, there's. There's, 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 a right there's not a consensus, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think it's, That's I think good. it's, I think it's a good movie. There's yeah. amazing stuff in it. I think it's, a, it's. I'm glad that I'm glad it exists. Yeah, I, I hope don't think it. I need to know the answers to some of those questions, but yeah. if they have to happen, yeah, happy yeah. really Scott's doing it. Mm-hmm. I hope some of you go see it. If you see it, let us know what you think about it. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Yeah. Cooper is spitting out water. He's so excited for what comes next yep. because it is a very special edition of Keyword Countdown. Don't know what keyword countdown is. IMDb categorized their films by a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done is taken five films, ten keywords each, and you guys have to guess what that film is. There's also a connection between them, which you get a point for as well. Um, Krupa is top of the leaderboard at the moment. Um, Not Joe. It's very close, if it is, Joe. Um, but it's very, very close. They played the same amount of games? They haven't, and that is something I'm taking into consideration. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're working at averages and shouts. That's fine. I've played like two games. Yeah, think. that's fine. They will be worked out towards the end of the year, before right. the end of the season. Right, just, just so you know, like, as a final surprise. <laughs> the, the keyword countdown rulings, like, we, we, like we've basically got like Seth Blatter on board. Uh, God, don't get him on. (laughs) (laughs) Is that where all the petty cash has gone? He said he was buying batteries. (laughs) Okay. Film number one. One word title. Aliens. Gladiator. Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Alf. Letter. Starts with narration. A, B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, F, (laughs) G, No, as in like letters, in reading a letter. Oh, right. What was the third (laughs) one? Starts with narration. Blade Runner. Forrest Gump. Breast fondling. 
Oh, Forrest Gump. Oh, one of my favourites. Female masturbation. Oh, Jesus. I thought <laughs> I knew all those films. Easy, easy shot. <laughs> Exorcist. Biting in a kiss. Biting in a kiss. Oh, my God. Um, Draining a blister. This sounds like a good Cruel night. intentions. Draining a blister. Murder of a child. Oh, what was that one Angelina Jolie? Playing piano. Why is this film? The Shining. Stabbed in the neck. So those keywords again. One word title. Letter. Starts with narration. Breast fondling. Female masturbation. Biting in a kiss. Scary movie. No, it's one. Draining a blister. Murder of a child. Playing piano. Stabbed in the neck. Exorcist. It is the film Stoker. Oh, I've never heard of that. I've seen that, yeah. You've seen it? Yeah. Do you like it? Um, I, I don't remember loving it. Oh, I love that film. Well, obviously, Good. look at the keywords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> film number two. Sounds like a delightful family romp anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's good, man. Film number two. Oil Worker. Armageddon. Alaska. The th- oh. What's that? Oh, no. Based on a short story. 40 Days and whatever it's called. 40 Nights. 40 Days a Night. Wilderness. What's the one with Liam Neeson and the wolves? The Grey. Yeah, you son of a bitch! <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> well done, Cooper. Ah, so oil worker, Alaska, based on a short story, <laughs> Wilderness, Survival, characters killed one by one, Gash in the face, Maulin, Man versus Beast, Gash in the face, eaten by wolves. Oh my god, that's so frustrating. Seven points to Cooper there. I just kept quiet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Film number three, Rostov, Russia. What? It's a place in, Ro- in Russia. I suppose. <laughs> <All right. laughs> just uh, made me laugh. Goldeneye, Street Fighter. Wife slaps husband. Mission Impossible. Uh, Blade Two. Naked corpse. Blade 3. Policeman as protagonist. Number in title. Seven. Suspicious husband. Twelve monkeys. That's suspicious husband. (laughs) Following someone. Oh my god. Torture room. Mud wrestling. Final clue. These are tough. Murder of a child. Again. Um. Rostov, Russia. Wife slaps husband. Girl with dragon tattoo. Naked corpse. Policeman as protagonist. The Russia thing is... Oh, um... Suspicious husband. Number in title. Following someone. Torture room. Hannibal. Mud wrestling. Murder of a child. No idea. These are hard this week. What's that? Child 44. Oh, I haven't seen it. Nah, no, never filmed It's all right. Seen. <clears throat> They're hard because of the theme. Because of the theme. Yeah. yeah. Is it gash in face? <laughs> Murder of a child, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. And actually, I think a child does get murdered in the grave. <laughs> 
So. What a lovely theme. But, before, <laughs> but that's not even the theme. Just a bit of fun. <laughs> it's a lame it's a motif. Fun, fun little Easter egg. It's a little motif in this week's podcast uh, for you. Brilliant. Here we go. Film number four. Also, remember, guys, never be disheartened by not getting it because that makes it fun for the people at home. Yeah. Because then they can pretend they're just like you. <laughs> Film number four. Army Rangers. G.I. Jane. Prison Escape. Uh, U.S. Marshals. Escape Plan. Army Ranger. Oh, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Raised Middle Finger. Connor. Oh. Three Card Monty. What? Um, oh. Three Card Monty. Mental Ward. Oh my God, what's it called? GMC Minivan. That's a big one. Um, A-Team. Yes. Oh, God. Well, Cruz. Five points there. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> no idea what the theme is for this, by the way. Helicopter Battle, Light in a Cigar, based on a TV series, Fear of Flying. So, Cruz, you've got 12 points there, all together. Last film. Okay. <laughs> You sure? Well, no, it's because I don't write down the names of them uh, on there, so I just have to do it with my memory, uh, and I did these yesterday. So I was just like, oh, mate, you should have seen me earlier. That first one, I was just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, last film, guys. Secret Identity. Superman. American Civil War. Summersby. Male Reanudity. I love Summersby. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Summersby special. Uh, male Reanudity. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit in Summersby. <laughs> it's because Jodie Foster and Richard Gere. Yeah. It? Yeah. And the bit was just like, you're not uh, Richard Summersby. It's like, how do you know I'm not Richard Summersby? Because I never loved him like I love you. Oh, <laughs> it's good, isn't oh, it? It's in the heart, isn't it? <clears throat> oh. That's a bit like Mad Men, actually. Get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Male reanudity. First one's American Civil War. Throw me off of American Civil War. Secret identity. American Civil War. Male reanudity. Killing a snake. Dances walls. That's not Civil War, is it? Johnny Reb. I can't think of any Civil War. Celebrity criminal. Oh, no. Um. Shot in the hand. Anger? Free tent of humor. Shot in the back. Um, Shot in the nose. <laughs> Cowardice. Assassination of Jesse James, whatever it was called. By the coward Robert Ford. Yeah. I can't give either of you. I don't know who I can give that to. He, he oh, said give it to me. Hot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I set that up. I set that up. He just finished it off. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you each half a point for that. That's bollocks. I gave him the grey earlier. Okay, I'll give, I didn't even contest it. You did give him the grey though. That that's different. I that is, gave. Yeah. I gave him the that's inspiration different. for the grey. I'll give you each half a point for that. Right. This is fucking bullshit, mate. Um, and then the last one was assassination. It's assassination. Jack I don't James know. I, that's it's uneasy with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's uneasy with me. So would, would yeah. you give the point to him? How many words did we say? <laughs> <laughs> you said the assassination, the assassination, the assassination of Jesse James. James you said by, by the, the coward Robert Ford. Ford. Fuck. By, by <laughs> oh, whatever. It's fine. Whatever. I'll, I'll take three. 
You know. <laughs> <laughs> don't care anymore, Gav. I don't care, mate. <laughs> if you don't care, I'm having off. <laughs> I'm having his off. Uh, that's keyword countdown for another week. Theme. Do you know what the theme was? I don't clue. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be something alien based, but something apparently that, um, not. Something to do with. Yeah. Uh, Ozymandias? No. It's a good, very good guess. I though. thought it would just be something really very weird good like guess. that. Or no, Shelley it's, it's or really, no, it's really... Something to do with weird. Ridley Scott in some way. Something he's inspired by or inspiration for Covenant, maybe? Or, I don't know. Nope. What is it? Ridley Scott produced all those movies. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so something to do with Ridley Scott. Yes. I'm going. <laughs> I uh, hope you really enjoyed this podcast because we enjoyed making it. If you want to get in touch with you can, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com and we shall see you next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.